Hey guys, my name is Akshita. I'm a data analyst and a travel enthusiast. I'm Anand. I'm a finance bro and a tech geek. And you're listening to the Why Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior. Lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient, and happy life. Hey Anurag, hi. How are you doing? Hi, hi, Akshita. Hi, hi. Perfect. <laughs> so, um, how's your week been, Akshita? And this time, when I ask you, it's genuinely me asking you this because in the past couple of episodes, we have a small talk, and then we have a small talk for the episode. But this is like <laughs> legit. I haven't <laughs> spoken to you for a week. I know, I know. It's it's been quite. Uh, <clears throat> it's been nice actually. I've been. Uh, my parents are traveling, and I've been home alone. So, uh, uh, giving me time to do a lot of stuff by myself. Uh, I don't know if it's nice, not nice. Laundry, cooking food. Um, you know how I handling everything by myself. But yeah, it's it's been quite um, interesting to juggle everything with work and you know going out, meeting friends. Uh, been quite a week. Nice. <laughs> All work you wanna. Uh, it's been the same. So Friday was my birthday, and uh, I had. Hey, a happy, happy birthday, birthday guys! <laughs> Let's all wish on a happy birthday. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So uh, it was it was a very different birthday because for the past few years I've been away from home and I've been celebrating it with friends. This time I was at home and celebrating it only with family. But then you know I got wishes from so many people that I've met throughout my life in the past few years, and it just. it's such a nice warm feeling that you know you have so many people that you know and then on that one day of the year they all reach out to you and it's special so that was like the highlight of this week or month for sure <laughs> definitely yeah. i think birthdays are quite quite sweet and quite heartwarming you know when you speak to so many people after so many years i know i know okay so i am really excited to introduce today's guest her name is probably i don't know whether her name is longer her list of achievements are longer but <laughs> please <laughs> uh, and i'm not even going to attempt saying her name but we lovingly like to call her oni so please welcome to today's episode uh thank you oni thank you so much for joining us oni yes. <laughs> thanks okay i could say my name for you though yes please yes, please, please. <laughs> okay so the full name is Onyechi. That's my first name, and then the last name is Egunjobi. Yeah, so um, it's really tonal. Onyechi. Onyechi. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm trying to attempt it, but I don't think. <laughs> yeah, um, we. I think we can I'll, have the session offline. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll practice this so that by the next time you come uh, come again, only we would have perfected it. So why don't you Definitely. like uh, <laughs> uh, give us uh, <laughs> give us and our guests an introduction of uh, basic yourself? Okay, well, well, this is me Onyechi Egunjobi. So I'm from a a big family, if you must say. I'm the last of six children, so that's quite big. Reason why I don't have so many children. Um. I pretty much, you know, have I'll say I've had a good life so far. Um, in terms of where I am, um, had my education, had my education in both Nigeria and the UK. Um, so my undergrad was in Nigeria, and my postgrad was in the UK. Um, I've lived in four countries, yes, um, maybe due to work or school, and uh, across three continents. 
Uh, so what's really interesting about me, I like to travel. And then on the more serious notes, you know, I like to live my life urgently. Um, so that's part of why um, I see travel as, you know, something urgent that I must do, see the world, meet so many people who are not like me, you know, and understand like different perspectives in life and different culture. Uh, one of my hobbies is uh, to listen to music. Well, I used to have a good voice. I used to sing a lot, but now I, uh, I don't sing that much because I have a problem with my throat. But uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty much a quick rundown about me. And right now I'm married and I have two babies. Um, and I currently live in Lagos. Oh, you have yeah, quite so the <laughs> you have quite the life story on it, um, and there are parts of it that I, as of this moment, did not know about. I didn't know that uh, you did your masters in the UK, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I look forward to our conversation ahead. Um, so, Akshita, what is what is our topic for today? Yes, so our topic for today is um, why is it why do we find it harder to make new friends or best friends as we grow older as adults? Um, mm. You know, to be very honest, I, I think I'm at the, op- I hope to think that I'm at the opposite spectrum of uh, this because um, hopefully I've not reached that point yet, but I definitely like to hear your and Oni's stories and try to pitch in and contribute with what might happen in my foreseeable future as well. <laughs> so yes, that's the topic for today. Fair enough. So uh, let's let's oh. uh, take a step back and kind of start with you know growing up uh, how we've made friends like in preschool and then school university college and then most recently work like how have our experiences been uh, like making friends and then maybe we can move on to talking about why is it so hard later on uh, Oni would you like to start with your experiences Okay so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, some of it is really like funny because sometimes like, I kind of think that um, like the friends that I made when I was really, like really young mm-hmm. were either dumped on me or kind of forced on me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I grew up in Lagos, Nigeria, Africa mm-hmm. to be precise. And, you know, you have like your parents just like they come and introduce you to this person that you don't know. They're like, oh, this is the daughter of this person. Like, oh, you guys you guys should be good friends and then automatically you are friends with somebody you probably I mean don't really like but you have to be friends because she's a um a daughter or a son to a family friend right and in Africa I mean like for the most part everybody's your uncle or everybody's your auntie right so you have cousins that are not really your cousins I mean which by extension become your friends so you really don't get to pick your friends I mean for some it was it was good experience for some it wasn't really good mm-hmm. and then in primary school i would say mostly i made friends with maybe um the person sitting close to me because i don't have a choice i have to talk to them um and then maybe like the smartest kid in class because you are interested in how they know so much and maybe you just want to be close to them so that you know so much but I would say when I was young, I didn't really put in so, so much thought about making friends. I wouldn't say I thought about it to say, oh, I like this person because of this interest. It just happened. It just really happened for the most part. I'm moving on to my teenage years. 
I mean, some of some of you was stupid because you just wanted to be friends with people who you think were cool, like the coolest kid in school or the coolest kid in class. You know, it was just about being cool, right? And yeah, as, <laughs> as we continue to evolve, you know, some of it just fizzled out. And then you moved on to university where, I guess, you started to form. So at this time, maybe you started to pick your friends based on some similar interests or like say proximity, maybe because they are in your class or, you know, you have, or you are in the same clubs, things like that. But I would say that when I grew um, beyond teenage years, as in getting friends became more intentional than just, you know, being hooked up with somebody from the family or just meeting people because of some situation. Yeah. I, I think that that phase you talked about where you basically try to be friends with people you thought were cool. I think, I have still not gotten over that phase, and <laughs> also, <laughs> uh, and also, you mentioned that in in like primary school, you wanted to be friends with like the smartest kid in class to kind of understand how yeah. does he know so much. I feel like in our class only, that's going to be you. We're all going to be wanting to be friends with you. <laughs> For sure, I think that, I take that as a compliment. Really. It is definitely. Yes, yes. It, it was meant as <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I think uh, I, I agree with uh, like a lot of things you said. So in fact, you know, culturally, even in India, um, like growing up, people who are our parents' age and they're their friends, we might not be related by blood. We still call them uncle and auntie. And it was, yeah. it was such a uh, unique or jarring thing for me to know that in the West, I mean, in Western countries, you uncle and auntie is reserved for like, the actual people who are, you know, brothers and sisters of your parents and not just exactly. literally anybody who's, who's yeah, your parents. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, for me now, I would mm-hmm. say at this, at this stage of my life, um, I'm a very, uh, I'm a very outgoing person. At the same time, I'm a very deep person. So sometimes people say I give them different um, phases of me, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, it's, for me, like friendship is more about, you know, that connection. Oh, I mean, as I like to say to all my friends, you need to be vibrating on my frequency. You get what I mean? You know, yeah. for, for me do. to be your friend. <laughs> yes. Because yes, sometimes uh, it's, it's just really stressful, you know, to, because you feel like you're taking on too many people. So it has to be some sort of commitment. And sometimes when I tell people that friendship for me right now is like a, I wouldn't say marriage, like a pseudo marriage. They just laugh um, because you really need to be committed like to each other right it's a it's a life journey and you need that person in your corner that is absolutely very, i think i very... yeah i think this i think all of us will be resonating no matter what age it is but what you said is really right it's a commitment more than anything to have friends or best friends um so yeah. my just recently one of my very close friends moved uh, to the us and uh, it's been among i think so we used to talk all day long like literally every waking second of the day we were either on call with each other or texting each other but uh, uh, she just moved in and it is a very different drastic change in our relationship because now we don't speak for days at a time because of time zones and she's busy with her life and with my life but exactly I think what you said about uh, friendship being a commitment and you need to uh, you know actually give time to it like a relationship is very very true i completely now i see how that works and and uh, you know i've personally uh, have believed the opposite of this philosophy 
where I've always thought that, you know, I should make as many friends as possible, know as many people as possible. Um, so I have this thing where, you know, if I've spent a lot of time hanging out with someone this one weekend, the next weekend I'll not make plans with them. I'll try to reach out to people <laughs> that I haven't touched base with in a long time. And um, I always thought that, you know, that was the thing to do. That was this source of happiness. And uh, like for me, the the happiest year has been in 2017 where I was working for an investment bank in New York. And I have these two friends of mine who were also my classmates from Duke. And we would essentially spend all the time together at work. And then on the weekends also, we would spend all the time together. So basically, I was only interacting with them for most of my time. And that period goes against entirely my philosophy of, you know, mixing it up and reaching out to a lot of different people. But retrospectively, that was when I was the happiest. Not not when, you know, I'm meeting a different friend for a drink every weekday, week, night, or, you know, going to different cities for meeting friends. That I'm not happy at that point of time because the strength and quality of relationships when you meet people less is not as as much as if, you know, you meet them all the time and you talk to them all. Uh, so I feel yeah. like <laughs> that is a thing that I should practice more than I um, agree with Anian. Um, yeah. I think there's this phrase, I mean, not really just, uh, with respect to this, but quality over quantity that I think that really fits into this because uh, it's better to have, I mean, I, I personally think that it's better to have a small group of very close, actually trustworthy friends rather than knowing a lot of r- random acquaintances and friends who might not even remember a few, do- few years down the line. So I think what you just said, maybe this phrase works well for it. It does, it does. So Akshita, what has like has your been your experience? You said you're not you're not there yet, so you you've been making friends and <laughs> so, so yeah. So I have so I have this. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't call it. It's it's kind of a fun story um, because now that I think about it, I laugh about it. when I was talking about friendship being a commitment. So I have this colleague of mine who walked up to my desk. Um, one day I was walking and she said, hey, um, I've thought about this a lot and I really think you should be my friend. Like, I really want you to. And then I turned to her, I was like, I hope you know that. I mean, like, you need to be committed. I don't do the kind of friendship where you just hang out for drinks. And then she was like, yes, I want to be committed. And then, I mean, like, it's it's so funny now because <laughs> I thought it was really awkward. You know, you, you just tell someone, hey, I want to be your friend. I mean, I feel like normal people will be like, oh, yeah. So, but I was like, hey, hope you know you need to be committed. And like, is this a life sentence or something? But I mean, that's how, that's how I, I kind of take friendships. Because when I call someone my friend, I like to go all the way for you. Like, I need to be there for them. I feel like I need to help sharpen you and we need to grow together, you know. You can't say someone is your friend and you're not committed to their growth or, you know, seeing them get better. So it, it's really commitment for me. I agree. I think I've, uh, I've been following Oni on uh, Instagram for about two months now. And uh, uh, I see your stories, Oni, about uh, 
inspiration and empowerment and uh, occasionally you put stories of your friends who are doing great achievements or who've who have done some great stuff and you're really proud and it shows you know it shows that you're making that commitment and you're actually going all the way through to support your friends in everything so i think that's that's a really uh, we well rarely see that at least in my age we really see this where you know someone's encouraging or empowering someone else uh it's there's always a hint of competition i wouldn't say jealousy but competition especially at this age but yeah whenever i see your stories i'm always so inspired and i'm like oh yes let's get it <laughs> good going guys i i'm glad akshita you brought that up because uh that what you said is very very true so technically uh, right now i have so many friends in fact a lot of these people wished me on my birthday as well but my relationship with them is is complicated in the sense that we only reach out to each other when we have like accomplishments to show off to the other person it's it's not wow. that level of friendship where you know you share your insecurities you share your you know downs you basically and so there'll be friends who who like if they have a lull period in their life they'll just disappear they'll they'll not reach out they'll not text they'll not get on a call and then suddenly if you know something comes up like they get a new job or they get some sort of professional achievement then they'll they'll be like oh let's let's catch up let's meet for a drink or let's get on a call sometime and that the, the um, whole thing would be just a ruse to kind of you know show off I, the fact I that uh, and uh, and also for some reason you know you keep these people around in your sort of periphery of your network because you potentially feel they might come like they might be useful at some point of time and they keep yeah. you around but it's i mean it's labeled as friendship but i don't think you know it, it's it's, it's an more like a network yeah. i mean i yeah. think more than friendship it's like having people around you doing different things yeah. that you might in the future require or need ஜா but sometimes you need to like step back and i'm not saying like just take it take a mental note of you know this person do they really like have my back or do i really like have their back right is it just small talks and partying and i mean i could party with anyone i could party with my acquaintances but you know as you grow in life maybe you you leave your 20s and you know you are like 21 and above you actually need someone you could call and say hey i messed up you know and you know that first they won't judge you they would listen you know and they'll be really like they'll be there for you really you know i've had friends like call me and cry for like one hour and keep talking about how they've messed up how things are bad for them and i just listen you need to have that person that would listen to the same issue that you have over and over again you know i want you to be better so if i want people to hang out with to have drinks with i mean it's easy i could i could just go to a bar have a drink and chat with a few people there and leave but when it comes to friendship you you sort of need um, i would say like there are kind of pillars in your life that you just need around you because life gets really hard it's really mentally exhausting to be an adult 
So you really need people that are really standing in there. So that's very true. So, and, and I think uh, it also like goes both ways. So the, like you as a friend should also make them feel comfortable enough that sure. they would want to call you and, you know, talk about when they've messed up or yeah. even talk it's about their issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I, I say one thing like most times, like when I hear that maybe a friend of mine did something bad, right? I don't, I don't chastise them in public. You know, I, I say, no, it can't be her or it can't be him. And then I take them inside and give them a beating. You get what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. That's, that's how your push or just be like hey, exactly. That's how your friends should be, you know. But like Anna was talking, he said, "Oh, I have friends that oh, they only call me when they want to show off. Oh, I got a new job, I got a new car, I just bought a house." That's that's some level of competition that you don't need in your life. Can you know, I you need that friend to- that exactly. You need that friend that you'll be chasing the same goal. And they will get it, or you will get it, and they'll still be happy for you. That's the kind of that's the kind of friend that you need because they know. I mean, they just know that they have to be happy for you and genuinely happy. So it's not oh she got it, I didn't get it. So yeah, you're just jealous. That's that's not really. So do you think this so uh, coming to the topic uh, about adults and friendship? Do you think this is a big reason of why uh, it's difficult to make? new best friends as an adult or is it first of all is it difficult to make new best friends as adults or is if yes or if no why is that so um do you think that this entire reason of um you know sometimes there's competition between people and as you grow older and the people around you are in the same having the same goals or the same um journeys that you are wanting to have and there's a sense of uh i wouldn't say rivalry but yes uh i want to get there first before this person is that do you think that's one of the reasons of how or why um it's much more difficult to find friends as adults can i, um, I can i okay you could go first <laughs> <laughs> you know i i think you've hit the nail on the head actually about that because as adults um so hey, the first precursor to making friends is spending a lot of time with each other i think there's some statistic about you need to spend x 100 hours with someone to really start calling them your friends and as adults you spend most of your time with people at work now people at work like i personally keep everybody at work at an arm's length because <laughs> you you don't know a there's there's competition there you both sort of competing for the same goals and b you have to like to feel really close to someone you have to get to that level of vulnerability where you know you share your insecurities you share your frustration and in the workplace or in in most adults lives the single source of most frustrations and insecurities is your career is your job now yeah. at the workplace with your friends like you know colleagues when you when you do that there's always the risk that if you share something with them let's say about a boss or Uh, about a project or about something that can come and bite you later on that person if you know if they they have some sort of a malicious intent they can i'm not saying genuine friendships cannot be made and uh, you know that is possible for, but for the most part because of that uh, you know people find it harder and then uh, beyond that there're not many avenues where you meet people for extended periods of time or more frequently you may you have maybe a neighbor or you have other people but otherwise in terms of like actual opportunities you don't get as opposed to let's say a university or school where you know 
have a lot of time to just spend with each other. Yeah. So on on that um, difficulty um, making friends in adulthood. First, I feel like most people don't even understand who a friend is, right? So we keep confusing colleagues, neighbors. I mean, people that we acquaintances or people we just meet as friends. So first, if you don't know what the friend is, how do you even know what you need? And then again. The question is, do you really need a friend, right? Because sometimes we say, oh, we need a friend. And then you meet people and it's so difficult for you to make the first step. And I understand that making the first step means you're exposing yourself. You are being vulnerable to say, hey, I need you in my corner or I need you as a friend. But we need to look beyond these inhibitions and say, I want, I want to actually seek. So the word is seek. You need to seek out a friend to have one. And even to have a friend, you need to be a friend. So if you if you want someone to be nice to you and you don't say hi, so you're not going to get that reciprocity. But if you want to make a friend, I mean, like kids, kids just go to the playground and then they find another kid and then they smile at the kid. And before you know it, they are playing together. And then their parents come and maybe they fix a play date for another day and then they become friends. But as adults, maybe because some of us, uh, should I use the word formed? We, we just feel, oh, okay, this is not my, this is not my thing right now. Or you, you want to have 100% similar interest with somebody before they become your friends. I mean, it doesn't have to be 100%. I mean, if, if you have some interest with them, I think that's, that's really enough to, you know, to reach out and become friends. Um, another one that I think really limits us from making new friends as adults is that sometimes they're just at different life stages. people say okay maybe you have a spouse or you have kids and you're trying to be someone's friend but they don't understand that that part of your life or they don't give room for that right so you can't be friends with the same type of you need to you need to you, you need to make a range right so it doesn't matter whether someone is i have friends that are 10 years older than me and i have friends that are 10 years younger than me even more you have to you have to expose yourself to different ranges. It doesn't have to be people in your age group or the same people from your race or people who have the same, exactly same interest with you, whether it be your career. So sometimes we are looking for people who are like us and that doesn't just easy to make friends. But if you are open enough to say, okay, it's fine. I could be friends with a 50 year old. Trust me, there's a lot that you can gain from their experience. And also there is a lot that you can gain from your youth or your, you know, your young, your youthfulness rather. So I, I think it's, it's really easy to just, you know, spread yourself, expose yourself to different people. They don't have to be the same as you. So that's, that's one of the reasons why we find it difficult to make. Yeah, I think only I completely agree with you, uh, you know, as uh, both the aspects, both the reasons you said, the first one being having similar interests. Um, you know, when you have similar interests with someone you tend to stick together and be friends, but then once you, it, it's not necessary to be in the same, the same uh, age group or the same race or the same interest groups to actually, you know, become a friend, be a friend. And I think I've seen that growing up as well. I'm not sure about Anag uh, in India, especially it's, it's more likely that you become friends with the person in your, suppose you're a dancer, you are at least you're highly likely to have other 
very close friends who are fellow dancers or if you are someone who's interested in mathematics or basically any any interest affiliation between people gets you to stick together and ma- that's majorly i think because uh, you feel like the other person understands you you feel like you have things to talk about with the other person mm-hmm. um but you know as you keep keep growing older and i think once you start working like in an organization or uh, your colleagues are not necessarily always just like you and not always someone who have the same or uh, interests you and uh, uh whoever is not ready to branch out and open up to that new kind of friendship might find it a little difficult to uh, you know ha- create new friends as they grow older but then if someone is very willing to open themselves to new new interests new cultures or new just completely new different new things i think that really helps you to you know pick up friends or at least have a create conversation with some someone and then just follow that through into a actual actual friendship so i think that's yeah. my take on it yeah i i think one uh, one big thing again that 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 keeps us from making friends in adulthood is we don't want to be vulnerable and to be honest real friendships fulfilling purposeful friendships means that you're going to be vulnerable to others right so people are going to see that part of you that you don't want to see Oh, you don't want people to see so nobody's perfect right and if you're not willing you know to put yourself out there then it's difficult for you to have true and meaningful friendships right because for example when anna was talking about making friends at work for the most part everybody's on their best behavior you know shiny good behavior all the time and most people don't show they are true selves because of course they are in a formal environment right but it's not that easy stepping out let's be honest but it's something that you must do i'm not saying do it to everyone that's why you need to be really intentional about it and even if you were open um you have open arms to receive people and become friends with them and they hurt you or they they take the friendship for granted there's nothing that says you have to stick with them forever so i mean sometimes i say friendships are even more difficult than relationships because we don't put all the the walls that we put for relationships or friendships we just we just open our arms and just go all in so when people hurt you as friends it really hurts so most times most people are looking for people that they can count on people that they can trust i mean you want to be able to pick up your phone to say even good things oh i just i just got something i just got a new job i mean you don't go about telling everybody you know you want to tell them how difficult it was for you to get to that stage for example you want to tell your friend how difficult it is for you to pass an exam for example you don't want to expose yourself like that to everybody so most times it's vulnerability that holds people back yeah so only i i agree that um i think as adults we stop becoming vulnerable like you know we have to put up all these defenses and shields to kind of face the world whereas as kids uh we haven't kind of gone through that process of we don't have those shields up and uh we are more vulnerable with you know people around us and um, which leads to more authentic interactions with our friends and maybe that extends on later on do, do you think that is one of the reasons oh yeah um so for for the most part right um is something they say in nigeria they say you feel too big right so most times we we probably think that we are better than others 
uh, there's nothing to learn from them or okay, I'm at this stage in life, you are not at that stage in life, so you shouldn't be my friend. Just wrong. Because look at it, right? You need to have a very rich um, friendship base, like I would like to call it, because there's something to learn from everybody. It's You need to be one of those who you give and you take. So there should be people that you are giving and the people that you are taking from, because it just makes you a better person. If you are not that person that somebody can call, um, for some advice or call for some support, right? Or that person that can give someone some advice or give someone some support, then I would say you are not doing friendship right, okay? So you, you need to be a well-rounded person when it comes to friendship. You can't be that person who takes and takes and takes and you don't give. That's just that's just energy draining. Nobody wants to be around this kind of, you know, with time people just you know, walk away from you and you're like, oh, it's so difficult to keep friends. No, it's not. It's because you are not showing the same level of commitment towards them. It's either you are taking and taking from them and then you are not giving back. The truth is you have to sharpen your friend and your friend sharpens you. That's how it works. You know, it, it's, not, it's not a one-way relationship and most people do not understand that. So when you are that one-way person, that's why I said, are you a friend? You want a friend, are you a friend? So people keep complaining, you know, I don't have friends. Are you a friend to someone? Are you showing the same um, level of courtesy to them? So if you are not doing that, you are just going to continue complaining about not being able to keep friends. So we need to learn how to be friends and learn how to make friends. So that's how. And uh, I think Akshita mentioned this with her friend who moved to the US and only you talked about, you know, being a friend is a commitment, like when your coworker came up to you. So do you guys also feel that in terms of, just time and logistics. Um, it's it's harder as an adult to you know maintain friendships. Like you have to actively put in some sort of effort to you know meet or stay in touch just because our lives are so crazy. Whereas when we're younger and you know your your best friend at school is the person you sit next to, or the friend at college is the guy who sits next to you in the lecture. So it's kind of easier that way. Whereas as adults, if you don't you know, go to the same workplace, you don't live next to each other. So you actively have to like, you know, make an effort to both maintain friendships as well as probably make new ones. Do you guys feel that that is also like a factor? Yeah, I, I, I think proximity really plays a, when I say double, the double sword, because sometimes you have friendships that are established, right? So in Aspita's case, mm -hmm. your friend moves away and then your friendship begins to struggle you know, that relationship begins to struggle. And then on the other hand, you have people who are not uh, quite friends to you, but just because they are right beside you, you feel like you have a friend. But then yeah, when push comes to show, and then you need someone to depend on, I mean, they're not going to be there for you. So for, for, for friendships that are really established, I mean, sometimes we can't really control, you know, where anybody goes, right? I mean, I've, I've traveled to many places, lived in different places, and... I know that for, I mean, that's, that really like puts a true test on friendships, right? Then I begin to say, okay, this was actually not really my friend, you know, for example, because now I know, yeah. because I wonder I think, why. I think I'm it's a journey, as you said, it's, you, you realize a little while later who actually is. It's, you exactly. will not realize it at the first go, but maybe something happens or maybe a few, a, a certain amount of time passes 
Shilpa and then you realize okay this person was not actually this was someone who was just at the right place at the right time and a, someone who was around me at the correct time that's why I thought of the person as a friend but um, not really the friendship that we all look I think I yeah. totally agree with you. yeah and I do I do have friends that are far away from me like I said the friendship like is pretty much established and I do my best sometimes it's not easy because we're not in the same time zones or we're not we're not in the same place but I do my best to actively schedule calls I know it sounds crazy but <laughs> schedule calls with these people like okay I'm gonna call this person <laughs> on this day because life just happens and you forget right you, you just forget and then maybe you remember oh gosh I have a friend in in this city for example so I call them and if the fl- friendship is established sometimes we catch up on on different things, maybe my successes, my struggles. Hey, what are you up to right now? And then we talk. And sometimes it, it drags for days and then it stops, you know. But I think I mean, that's just what definitely happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think Anang, your question about how proximity and distance and timing does it affect our friendship? Or is it is this one of the reasons? I think for me personally, um, initially it definitely is uh, proximity is important because as we grow up, we're always, uh, what we've already discussed, we're, we're used to people around us being our friends, whether it is in class or in university or in, in office or any other place. You're used to people around you being friends. And then when someone moves away or when there's or there's this barrier of not being able to meet the person or speak to the person at the point you want to, it uh, does tend to become very difficult. And there's a lot of situations where people who used to speak on a daily basis just don't speak for a few days or weeks straight. But then I also think that it depends on the friendship between the two people. It's not necessary that you need to talk every single day or every alternate day. You have that, as Oni said, if you have that established uh, friendship, if you have that relationship between you, where you know that I'm going to speak to her even once a month, but then that one time we speak, it's going to be like nothing's changed and we are going to share everything about us, positives and negatives. And I think it, it, it's not that difficult to work out. It, it's, it, if both of you all have that maturity and understanding to you know, keep, keep that spirit alive of at least catching up or putting the effort to catch up, then I think it's really doable. Like definitely proximity or distance or time should not be a... Okay, so I have a sort of sidebar question to ask both of you and then maybe we can begin to wrap up like actionable tips on how we can go about like making friends and all of that. Uh, So I have, since I've also kind of lived in a few cities and I have like friends from high school, undergrad, grad school, this here and there. um, And there are all these friends of mine who... I mean, like became friends because of proximity, because it was a matter of convenience. Maybe they were, you know, their their dorm room was next to mine or, you know, they she was the girl who sat next to me like at the workplace or, or whatever. Like because of that, those friendships have been made. Uh, at the time, it, it wasn't as toxic as the ones that I mentioned where, you know, people reach out just to, you know, flex basically. But it wasn't also yeah. to the level of, you know, the kind of vulnerability and, you know, talking about when you messed up and since I'm not seeing them every day uh, obviously I don't talk to them but I feel the need to keep those friendships warm by reaching out to them now and then wishing them on holidays wishing them on their birthdays so I, I want to ask a more philosophical question to both of you do you feel is there any value in you know maintaining these friendships 
or should i just let them go cold like what do you guys feel it's 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 not very close and it's not very like toxic or you know it's it's like i the, the... would say uh, it's good that you take the effort to reach out i mean uh, if if i was in a similar situation with you on the other side of it i would really be happy to get that once a year on a birthday or a new year happy new year uh-huh. message from you because it it shows that hey this person who i knew 5 years ago still remembers me and you might not have to be friends you might just not even have to be as you said it's it's neither here nor there it's it's not toxic but it's not like you're the best of friends either it doesn't have to be any of that sometimes um you whoever were friends in the past might turn into acquaintances and then slowly into just connections that you once knew but then to keep that keep it warm as you said you know to keep a constant touch even if it's just to once in a year or once in uh, twice in a year i would really uh, appreciate and i think this is something that anal i know you do and i've tried to pick this up to keep that personal touch between people even though you haven't spoken to them in a long long and whether it was toxic or not toxic whether you were best of friends or not i think i would mm. definitely like to keep that warm touch it's always good um keep those people you knew at least in your life in some form or the other yeah i agree with her um i would say keep it warm like she said consider them you know your network base right because you never know you might reconnect and i mean things will pick up like you said you guys are different life spaces right now maybe that's why the friendship has like say grown cold but you also said that they were not particularly close friends in the beginning so there's really um, there's really not a need to say oh, i want to cut them off right except except maybe the relationship is uh, not good for your mental health of course i would say cut it off anything that disturbs your peace has to go Absolutely. it doesn't matter yeah but if it's if it's cordial and you guys are good yeah. i think i think keep them but do not um do not see those kind of friendships as feeders to maybe your soul okay um let me um, let me break that down they might not be particularly the person you call when you want to cry okay or the person you call <laughs> when you need some you know like some motivation for something big that you're about to do. but it doesn't mean that they don't serve um the purpose and if you feel that there there's maybe someone close that um maybe you're not you're not in the same city or in the same town that you're not particularly close to most times i think we need to be honest we need to have honest conversation it doesn't matter to say hey how come we are not close that close anymore it's no big deal really i mean these are your these are your friends right and friendship is just as important as any other relationship that you have to make you you know a a um, a well centered individual so it's it's okay to say Yeah, how come we are not close? We used to be so close. We used to talk about this, that. I mean, I just know I don't I just don't know why things, you know, change. And sometimes you would be shocked at what you the feedback you would get, you know, how they are. So it depends on the person. I'll say it's person by person basis, but I mean, keep the relationship as network. Correct, correct. Absolutely on. Fair enough. The, the reason why I asked this question was because it kind of goes against the, you know, quality over quantity thing that we discussed earlier where I feel because uh-huh. now since I'm not meeting them and and the context in which I kind of came to know them or became friends with them is no longer there. 
so i feel like mm-hmm. our friendship is not going to grow anymore with you know these uh, occasional chit chats and phone calls it's going to kind of stagnate at the level it is and you know at that point but i guess you're right because there's always potential for things to i think grow. there's a difference between a friendship and a connection or a network and sometimes people keep shuffling from you know a friendship to a networking relationship so i think that's what you were uh, mentioning once you once upon a time you were friends but right now you're not so close but mm. they can still be a network or they can still be a part of your life so that's that's i think that's what me and onni were uh, that's enough. our taste on it fair enough fair enough so, okay so. sometimes <laughs> you might not uh, uh, let me just say one last thing sometimes you might not get the the warm response that you expect from this right mm-hmm. And yeah, if, that's, if, yeah, if that's happening really often, it's okay to keep their number for maybe that person you call if you need something. There's nothing wrong mm. in that, right? Sometimes you extend a hand of friendship. It yeah. doesn't matter if you do not get it back, but that shouldn't stop you from trying to be a friend. So, for example, there are a lot of people now. I mean, that I, you know, like I chat we, uh, that I've met recently, including. um the mba class that are about to join and maybe sometimes they are not particularly warm or sometimes they are warm and i see it because maybe i don't know these people that well right now or even if it's someone i used to know in the future they may have changed maybe i don't know them that well at this moment it just might not be about me there might just be so much going on for them that is not, that is not making them as receptive as i expect maybe if i had a better context about how things are with them i might ha- i might have a better judgment but if i do know that look this person is not just warm they don't they don't want to respond they just don't want to be warm to me. then it's fine i can let it go there are so many people in the world so many people to meet and i think it's it's wrong for you to inhibit yourself from meeting new people because you are surrounding yourself with people that you should let go it's it's, it's not wrong to let people go life keeps being and that's you shouldn't feel bad if you have to let some people yeah i absolutely agree with this i think uh, you should i think exactly everything that oni said is something that i uh, i also feel is very important to give as a disclaimer because uh, it should not just feel that oh we need to keep friends all kinds of friends in life but uh, yes sometimes uh, when you feel the need i think you should first of all drop toxic people from your life even though they are close friends if if it's a toxic friendship please please go ahead and drop it if it's affecting your uh, mental health and secondly yes there's not necessarily a need to uh, uh, stay friends with someone if that is inhibiting your capacity or capability going forward and branching to new people so yes ka absolutely agree with you on it okay uh, i think yeah i i also agree with both of you so there's mutual agreement on all of this um, okay <laughs> Uh, all right so let's let's now just uh, to start wrapping up uh, i want to discuss or kind of brainstorm ideas maybe you know picking up things that we've already discussed but uh, two two questions the first one is how do you let's say you have some friends uh, but you want to uh, they've kind of gone cold and you want to convert them back to being fr- best friends or you know the kind of friends where you call them up when you've messed up or you know that that level of closeness that is the first question and the second question i want to ask is 
if let's say you move to a completely new city where you don't know literally anyone then how would you like go about making friends and maybe in fact making a new best friend so should we start with the first question and oni or akshit um okay so <laughs> i don't really have a best friend so i don't know how to make best friends but i have like <laughs> really close friends that i love and um i know most of them love me back um i think the first thing is to be genuine as a person right and you, you need to really show people that you are genuinely interested in them and really it's okay if you find someone you are interested in it's okay to you know draw close to them and let them know that you're interested in them you know i mean you don't have to say oh i'm interested in you i mean of course sometimes that might be ch- but you can show that you're interested in by listening to them and i say listening because sometimes some people don't even listen to people i mean you could you could tell because sometimes someone will say oh, oh this person has been my friend for a year and then you start to ask certain questions about the person and they don't even know you know they don't even know this person I means seek to know the person genuinely when you are genuine about somebody they just know i mean it's not it's not that difficult they just know i mean show care to people i know that sounds sometimes these things sound like really good you need to actively care for someone for them to care for you right so for example i mean someone says oh i'm having a hard time with problem or they mention some struggle that they are going with remember try to remember if you cannot remember it write it down i mean for those who like forget easy write it down and when you meet them again ask oh i had i had you were supposed to for example i had you were supposed to have this exam how did it go how did you do did you have a good time did you pass the exam show the care oh someone says oh i i think i have to i have to stay back today because i do not feel well and then you see them some other time again and then you just continue talking to them that's not caring you have to ask how do you feel now do you feel better these are really simple stuff but people actually know that hey this person is listening to me this person sees me you know you need to see them i mean we are human beings and we are social animals people want to feel secure around you they want to feel safe and they want to feel that you see them and how do you see somebody if you don't you know stay in the present stay in their presence and understand who they are right i mean simple things you can tell oh i see that you like xyz trust me deep down that person is going to resonate with you they are going to connect with you so to seek connection with people that's the only way you can actually have those deep friendship and do not be when you finally become somebody's friend do not be that person where when who you know they hear about things about you from others okay and like oh oni is not in in school today oni is not in class today. and someone goes oh yeah she wasn't feeling well and then you the supposed friend is right there and you have no idea that your friend wasn't you know so don't be that person that shuts people out so for me it's about listening actively caring seeing them as a person people want to be everybody wants to be. trust me people keep saying oh they don't like attention but we all do we all do we have some form of attention if people if someone continuously or subconsciously ignores you 
like you've been with them for a year as a friend or maybe six months or something and they don't really know you to an extent for some reason you would eventually pull back very true only i think you and only uh from whatever interactions i've had with you i think you do that really well whatever i've told you you remember those things and you uh, you know follow up on that it's because of things like this i already feel very warm and uh, nice in our interaction um yeah so i i agree with <laughs> yeah i just try, i just try to make people comfortable because that's i mean the way i tend to think about it life is really hard trust me like there's so much that life just throws at you at different stages like different stuff it might not be the same issues or the same problems but it's really hard but it's really nice when you turn and you hear someone says oh how is this stuff going were you able to you know finish this were you able to get through it were you able to cross that hurdle it just takes the whole body off your shoulder and if you are that person or you have those kind of people who constantly do that to you it's just so easy to make friends i know we keep saying oh it's so difficult to make friends but it's because most people don't see the next person we are all about this goal that i'm chasing i don't care what you're going through i don't care if you just feel i don't care if you're sick i don't care if you have to take care of somebody who is ill or something like that you know So we really need to learn to see people. It's tough because we are busy, you know, work and stuff and the goals. Well, we need to slow down and just see them. Um trust me, I've had I try to consciously do that because I've even had like maybe colleagues or acquaintances who are not actually my friends and I go to them and say, "Oh, I see you when you were not here XYZ days. I mean, hope there's nothing wrong." And they're like, "Oh, thank you for asking." you know something like that or you know you call up someone and say oh, i just really wanted to know how you were doing working from home i know it's not been easy and i hope you're hanging in there and they're like oh thank you you are the only one that asked you know so things like that people crave this interaction you know as humans and we have to seek ways to give and to take <laughs> ashita would you like to add into that i think on yes very beautifully uh, wrapped it i i i just have two two phrases or two words to say i think um first is be open i think just huh. be open to new experiences new people uh, don't limit yourself to a kind of personality you like or a kind of interest or uh, affiliated friendship you've had in the past be open to speaking to new people and the second phrase is possibly make the effort um it's a two way street if someone's make make the effort when someone is also reciprocating uh, do not make the effort if it's a toxic um uh relationship and you're the only one who got uh i would not yeah. say do not make an effort but i would just say rethink about how, how you do it yeah but um uh, when i say uh, to how to have start and keep good friends would definitely be open and the second is make an effort when someone else so i think these are the only two things uh, i personally would recommend and i think on yes very well uh, uh, you know encapsulated everything else that uh, i had in mind as well yeah i think nice. between the both of you i don't think there's anything else left to say on this <laughs> um, topic i was i was going to say literally the same thing maybe different words uh, basically yes be open be vulnerable and then make an effort because you know Correct. adulting is hard and you know other things come 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 in place for you exactly. and be understanding i think be understanding is also a yeah. part if if someone else some someone op- opposite you is absolutely actually genuinely not able to make 
and effort because of some other commitments in life you need mm. to be understanding enough to say okay and not uh, take that up as uh, something that hurts you maybe yeah. i don't know okay. if that makes sense but yeah it does, yeah. It does. okay so let's uh, quickly sorry and only you go ahead yeah i think you you mentioned the second part i i think we we kind of skip that you know like moving to a new city and making friends right Yes, yes, um, yes. I mean, that's really tough. It's like a fish out of water. But it's, it's not going to be easy. But you, you need to seek out ways, maybe join clubs, uh, volunteer, um, basically look for a, a community or where people gather, uh, or things that are interesting to you. You could seek out those things. And it, it just means that people who have similar interests, you will find them there. So, I mean, that's, that's one way to do that. And as she said, as Kusha said, be open, right? Don't don't inhibit yourself. Don't don't stay close to just what you know. Try to meet different people. True, Absolutely. true. Very true. Although although only for me. So like I know this is conventional advice in terms of for you move to a new city, you join clubs, and I have done all of that because my job in the past few years is you know pick me up and throw me basically in the middle of nowhere. Um, I tried really hard to make friends and. I have all these meet like I've, I've I'm part of so many meetup.com clubs in different cities mm. and I've gone to a few of those as well like I've gone to like a Toastmasters in Southampton and I've got to like a pub quiz in Portland and I don't know I feel like I wasn't able to make friends with any of them yeah. what has worked really well for me is is uh meeting people for the perspective of dating like on all these dating apps I would uh, meet yeah. people. <laughs> um, we are not I mean, going to date everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would meet people through through that perspective. You know, spend like an evening chit chatting, and then you realize that okay, there's no spark, there's no chemistry, but then you know you resonate on other things. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of been one like tangible way. You know, I've made some really good friends. And the second tangible way is friends of people around you. So like people from my workplace or if mm. I was living with roommates, they might not necessarily become good friends, but their friends, if they introduced me to them somehow became good friends. So these were like two slightly more out there ways of uh, making nice. friends. Nice. Very interesting. I think I like that one. <laughs> very interesting nice to see how uh, there are different avenues and ways for people to you know make that i think it depends yeah. on the, it's, it's very person to person that different people find it comfortable to be themselves and then that's how you go forward and meet new people <laughs> very very true okay so let's uh quickly recap all the pearls of wisdom that we've discussed <laughs> um you go before you are <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I i'll try i'll try my best because we've you know discussed so much uh, you discussed quite a bit yeah above, yeah you guys feel free to chip in whenever i'm sounding stuff okay Definitely. so uh we started by kind of talking about how like in our earlier days we kind of forced into friendships it's mostly either children of our parents friends or you know people who sit around us at school and we kind of become friends with them um and then later on you know your teenage years kicks in you want be friends with people you think you're cool as you become adults you want people who are similar to you but then this whole thing of competition and you know not being vulnerable kicks in especially with like you know colleagues at work and all of that so that makes it really really hard um mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we talked about how 
you know it's it's important to be vulnerable in 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 a friendship like if you don't if you only call them up to flex on them and you know don't you don't share any insecurities you don't share when you're down then there's no connection happening um and then also you need to give put in time like as adults we we have we lead busy lives and there are so many things that taken you know take priority over just uh, chit chatting so you have to make an effort to you know be friends with people schedule like on schedules phone calls with her friends uh, do that as well and uh, that's all i can think of please feel free to <laughs> add yeah you pretty much go very <laughs> yes on that <laughs> all right uh, perfect so then we've come to the last segment of our podcast which is either a funny or insightful incident of the week uh ashita do you have something or need you have something yes, do you guys I want do. To... i i don't have an insightful <laughs> or funny one but i have something that you just think and i'm very excited about it okay, so guys please. i uh, i'm absolutely not like absolutely have never ventured into adventure sports at all uh, i want i really want to do scuba diving somewhere in the future but uh, for some reason is just not the time not the right time and not right not finding the right place at the moment but i uh, successfully convinced my friend to come surfing with me so i'm going nice. to go surfing next <laughs> next uh, uh, i think by the end of february i'm going to this uh, city in india called mangalore and um hopefully should come back without any broken bones but yes i'm very excited for it <laughs> nice that sounds really exciting ashita i don't think you'll yeah. come back with broken bones but with lots of sea water in your nose and your mouth and all that right <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely i got a full surf suit and everything i'm really excited <laughs> nice nice how about you ani do you have any funny or insightful incident of the week or past month okay insightful probably um so this is black history month in north america and i'm just uh, i'm i'm just coming to understand how you know before now i used to wonder oh, why have a, a month dedicated to celebrating blackness we call it but you know like past the past year has really been tough and so many things have come up and it just tells you that you know you need to find some time to like celebrate you and how far you've come you know and how your differences and all your limitations have you've overcome them to get to where you are so i'm you know i'm taking that and applying it to my life you know thinking back about how far i've come and how all my limitations i've overcome them to get to where i am so that's really what's insightful for me reading people's stories and seeing how far they've come you know it just tells me like hey life has been good to you somehow people have had it tough on so it's insightful nice yeah. right. all right so my i i actually have a funny incident this week so uh my grandfather got surgery done uh yesterday and um yesterday was also the day the union budget of for india was announced so while he mm. was admitted in the hospital with all his you know scrubs and gowns and everything and he's got an iv drip and you know people are coming in to ch- take his blood for testing he was glued to the tv he's like the the, 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 <laughs> the nurse comes in man for his priorities straight <laughs> and he's like no no hold on i want to see what uh, you know this lady has to say about uh, taxing the uh, petrol and fun <laughs> <laughs> that quite uh, love it love it so energy <laughs> yeah so that is uh, that's quite very interesting yeah, yeah. And, nice. and and like he he's 84 years old but he's like you know 
full of ah. energy and inspiration and all of that he he kind of reminds he he's he looks like yoda and he is like yoda for me because he's he, you know he's so insightful Aww. and things so <laughs> you're, he's your we, i think yoda. i hope our viewers by viewers <laughs> listeners by now know uh, anag's obsession with baby yoda <laughs> it's too real <laughs> okay yeah so i guess um I guess uh, that 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 wraps it up for uh, this week's episode. Uh, is there anything else awesome. you guys would like to add? Uh, uh, I'd just like to thank uh, Oni for joining in today for agreeing to be a part of uh, our absolute <laughs> very random <laughs> questions about life <laughs> and this podcast. So thank you so much, Oni, and thank I'd you. like to thank all our viewers and listeners as well. I mean. please guys please let's get our count up to 10 now double digits here we go <laughs> hopefully oni is going to start so start listening uh, to our uh, podcast as well but yeah oni we are really honored oh, yeah. to have you and uh, thank you so much for your time thank you so much for having me like i was really nervous when you guys i was like oh my god what i mean it was a really great discussion and um, really well yeah it it also really exposed me to getting to know some things about you guys which is which is nice i mean it's always nice to know about the people that you meet and it was really a great discussion and it's also a great reminder to me as well to continue to live urgently and intentionally and friendships is just also one of those things that i need to continue to be intentional about that's nice nice Very i good. agree actually it it really does uh, remind you and i mean makes you think of different perspectives of how people think um, maybe try to understand this entire concept of friendship a little bit more exactly and at the end of the day we are all imperfect right so there's always some room to improve i mean just talking about some of the things today also you know just exposed me to some of the places that have not been perfect that I think I would improve upon and I think that would be the same for anyone who's listening today very very true correct all right uh thank you so much for joining us oni and uh, we'll catch you, you guys too. next week thank thanks, you so guys. much thanks oni all right bye